Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Geo and Joey show. Joey, how are you doing today? Doing good. <laughs> yes. Amen, brother. It's always good to hear. Hey, look, today we're going to try to do a shorter episode. We're going to be looking at Woody Harrelson SNL thing, and then we'll do a quick commentary on that. Let's just jump right in. Is that okay with you, Joey? Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Woody Harrelson. Hello, you beautiful people. And, and you ugly people, too. No, I just, uh, this country seems so divided, beautiful, ugly, black, white, blue, red. I love everybody. Maybe because I'm a redneck hippie. Uh, you know, the red in me thinks you should be allowed to own guns. The blue in me thinks squirt guns. So, I'm red and blue, which makes purple. Uh, I'm purple. So, this is my fifth time doing SNL. Yeah. And you know what that means. No jacket, okay. Um, the last time I did SNL was around Thanksgiving 2019, three years ago, and you would not believe what happened after the show. <laughs> the next day, it was a Sunday, as it always is the day after I do Saturday Night Live. It's like a pattern, I noticed. Anyway, I went walking in the greatest part of this city, Central Park, leaned against a tree, and started to read the craziest script. Okay. Okay, full disclosure, I smoked a joint first. <laughs> the reason I like herb more than alcohol is because it makes me feel good, no hangover, and I never wake up covered in blood. <laughs> but regardless, I have decided to quit smoking pot altogether, and I'm sticking with it till after the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, last week in Austin, I was talking with my friend Nick, we have a lot in common. He wrote True Detective, and I was in True Detective. I'm vegan, and all the animals he eats are vegan. Uh, anyway, I was complaining about how I start smoking around noon and get progressively dumber as the day unfolds. Forget basic words, simple objects, E, T, etc. And I, I was hoping that the wifey poo might say, oh no, that's not true. But instead, she says, at least you're aware of it. <laughs> and I say, well, that, that doesn't feel like much consolation. And she says, think of all the dumb people who don't know they're dumb. You're ahead of them. <laughs> oh, thanks, hon. Uh, but on top of the herb, I'm a wee bit of a, are we a bit of a drinker? <laughs> I don't know why I went Irish there. Right, anyway, but, but in a personal, Triumph, last year, I had seven months with no alcohol. And five glorious months. 
Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, I was telling you about that script. So uh, I blazed a fatty, which, uh, you know, I, I got in L.A. At, at my dispensary, The Woods. I mean, obviously, I didn't <laughs> transport the herb from California to New York, because that's highly illegal. <laughs> my manager, Jeremy, did. Yeah. He, he muled it from L.A. Uh, yeah, he's speaking of Jeremy, he's here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he newly single, ladies. Very handsome. I know he would prefer <laughs> that I talk about our movie Champions that's coming out in two weeks. Uh, it's a comedic masterpiece, but I'm not here to sell champions. It's, it sells itself. Projections, projections have it making more than Avatar, but whatever, I'm no salesman, you know, I don't know. Uh, where was I? Yeah, okay, no, so three years ago, Central Park, Sunday morning, the Lord's Day, trying to resist the temptation to puff too early in the day. Of course, I succumbed. Like a lot of people, I have a devil on one shoulder, and on the other shoulder, I have a larger, more frightening devil. And there's a battle going on in here, you know? I, I'm, just, I'm just saying that I am many different things. Anarchist, Marxist, Marxist ethical hedonist, non-discriminatory empath, epistemological deconstructionist, Texan. <laughs> But back to the tree in Central Park in that script. Right, put yourselves in my place. Lay the curve of your neck against the roots of the tree. What, what kind of tree was it? I mean, what kind of trees they have in Central Park? Oh yeah, it was a palm tree. So, lay, lay your head on the palm, fire up a hooter from Jeremy, and start reading. Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartels' drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is gonna believe that crazy idea <laughs> being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. <laughs> Anyway, it's about that time. Come on. <laughs> Still no Jack. Okay. Well, we got a great show for you tonight. Jack White is here, so stick around. We'll be right back. Well, I wanted to talk about a specific thing, but there's a lot more there to talk about. I'll give you the first word, Joey. I think there's a lot we can talk about from that clip. I think the reason why I suggested it for a topic for the podcast is because I find it interesting that for the last three years, if we said that maybe that there's, a, there's some other interest behind big pharmaceutical companies pushing out their vaccine and forcing everyone to take it, we were called crazy conspiracy theorists. And now SNL can make jokes about it. I find that a little interesting. But it, what's more interesting is I think it represents this kind of this there's been this kind of push lately from some more mainstream outlets 
to try to soft pedal some of the things that they had said about about the vaccine or about COVID, about the dangers of COVID and a rewrite of history and try to just pretend like everyone was on the same page when there were some of us who were saying some of these concerns much earlier on. I'm glad to see SNL catching up, but um, it would have been nice two and a half years ago. Yeah, it seems like revisionist history all the way because they were mainstream media was pushing the cartel's agenda to use Woody's <laughs> word and phrasing. But what caught my idea too is in this video, because I know we wanted to talk about the pandemic and all that, that they are trying to soft pedal and backpedal as if they were never part of pushing this agenda, is the normalization of drug use. Like he makes it sound like it's good to do every day and it's something he minimizes the the dangers of alcohol, the dangers of pot, the dangers of drug trafficking. It's amazing. And the more we allow that or the more we patronize that, because look, people have freedom of speech. They could say whatever. But the more we patronize that type of behavior, because we're doing this for the clip, you and I are not regular SNL watchers, but the more people patronize that, the more they normalize this behavior that is detrimental to society. Yeah, and what's also interesting about that, on that note, is that I think it's actually fitting for the COVID topic because that was the other thing that was, over the last three years, there were many paradoxes. But the one was, if you want to prevent COVID or you want to do this, but you have to wear a mask, you have to stay in the house, you can't go outside in the sunshine, but... Wait, we got to close your church, but the weed dispensary, that's going to be open. The liquor store, that's going to be open. I think the bars did get closed down, but weed mm -hmm. stores and that. So in other words, the only thing that apparently promotes health from COVID is masks, Fauci ouchies, shots, or weed, apparently. Alcohol or a protest that are in favor of left ideology. The former mayor of New York when he was trying to encourage people to to get vaccinated he was uh, there was some fast food restaurant that offered um free i think it might have been Wendy's i could be wrong but some fast food restaurant offered free hamburgers and fries and so he gets up there and does this press conference where he's like ooh wouldn't it be so good if you could have one of these is all you got to do is get your shot you get a free shot and he like takes a bite it was one of the most disgusting displays i've ever <laughs> seen in a mayor's press conference, but it was like all the things that people do to get you to get that cartel's product. And everything they promoted, because they even did donuts, get a dozen donuts for if you get your shot and other, all these unhealthy things that lower your natural immunity, they were promoting. But going back to the video, as you said, now SNL and mainstream media are catching up to what many conservative people like yourself and myself were saying at the beginning of this pandemic, the natural immunity was best, that the mask weren't going to really slow things down, that the vaccine is not as good as natural immunity. And they're finally catching up. And I'm my last statement is this, and I'll let you have the final word, is what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth? It's going around, give it six to eight months. And the conspiracy theory will be true. Why? Because there is truth and we need to find it. And we can't believe what mass media is trying to sell you. Joey, take the last word. I think to end this, I think my final thought is on the importance of telling the truth. I've heard it said the two professions that 
for which free speech is the most important and are kind of the vanguard of free speech are preachers and comedians. And I think in large part in our society, both of those professions have failed in that preachers oftentimes have wanted to stray away from the truth and not talk about like truths that are inconvenient or politically incorrect because they don't want to get canceled. And the same thing with comedians. Comedians, they have a little bit more of a license to say things because they're supposed to poke at incongruencies in the culture. And largely, a lot of them have stayed silent. In other words, this bit that Woody Harrelson did would have been, I think, much more important and culturally impactful two and a half years ago. And obviously, he's not a Christian. SNL is not a Christian thing. But it's like, he could have spoken some truth to power with his comedy two and a half years ago. But now, in 2023... It's a little late. I think that's just an important reminder is speak the truth and don't be afraid to, in love, poke some fun at some cultural power. Yep. Speak the truth in love, but most importantly, speak the truth that pertains to eternal life. As we sign off, reminder here that we are on all your podcast players and here on this YouTube channel. Be blessed. Take care, everybody. Until next time.